What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 223 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturm and Matt Deitch, what's going on? Oh, I'm doing good. How about you? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, it was actually a beautiful day out today. It was a wonderful day out there today. It wasn't scorching hot and it wasn't windier than all get out. So. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. No, we'll so. take it. Yep. Especially this time of year. We had our windows open last night. Really? Shut the yeah. air conditioner yeah. off. And it was pretty. Yesterday, actually, the whole day. I think this morning the word for it would have been crisp. It was. For, it was, for it felt June, good. It, it felt did. good. It did. I had to put a sweatshirt on to ride the bike up to the school. So yep, I can get I can after that. that. You bet. You bet. Uh, um, episode two hundred and twenty-three is brought to you by our friends over at Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the very best damn bait shop there is, and uh, you can find them up on the north side of Sioux Falls, uh, conveniently located right next to the interstate. Uh, uh, so if you're traveling to uh, Say you're heading out to the Missouri River, or say you're from South Dakota and you're heading over to Okaboji, or um, you know it's uh, it's you're also coming through from Nebraska. There, there's that too. Uh, I saw our buddy Robbie Rembrandt was over there yep. over the weekend. Uh, snuck into snuck into South Dakota and got himself some uh, got himself some tackle over there at the Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls and uh, stop in there if you need to. Uh, if you need to stock up, talk to Josh, talk to Todd. Uh, maybe not this week because I believe uh, believe they're up in Canada. I believe so. Ripping on some lips. It looks like it. Looks like they've been doing pretty good up there. Lucky dogs. <laughs> Lucky dogs. But uh, um, if you can't make it into the store, you that's can always right. go online. www.dakotaangler.com and use code DIRTBAG at checkout. You will be happy you did. Your wife will be happy you did. And most importantly, your wallet will be happy you did. Or your husband. That's you know, true. Your, That's true. If it's the wife going on there and ordering some baits for herself or for her significant other. Yep, that's right. It's not nice of me to assume who's going to be logging on there <laughs> and uh, using that using that code. But, uh, um, yeah, go ahead and do that. And also, uh, Todd's starting to put it out there that uh, um, – if you're wanting to exhibit uh, this coming November, I believe it's 10, 11, and 12 this year. I believe uh, so. Dakota Angler Ice Institute, the second largest uh, ice show in the whole entire world in the United States. It, it's it's the best. It might not be the biggest, but it's the best. Uh, get a hold of him. I think yeah. it's Todd at DakotaAngler.com, uh, I believe is the uh, email address to uh, – to hit up but otherwise just find it on facebook i'm sure you can send them a message and uh um yeah they've they've got it listed there but uh if you've got something to exhibit uh if you've got a fishing company um yep. todd at dakotaangler.com yeah i You're email right. i email them all the time You're right yeah I, I email them all the time but uh no if you wanna if you wanna exhibit there um Get a hold of him. I highly recommend you do, and uh, you'll get to see us when you're there. You darn right. I mean, we'll be all over the place. Yeah, that's worth the price of admission right there. It definitely is. It's worth having a booth. I mean, that's right. Hopefully, we get to like kind of screen who's going to be there and where we want to be this year. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if if you do show up, chances are we're going to have a little freedom brew in the booth again. Oh yeah, and that's worth it right there. That's worth it right there. Uh, Never, never too early to start thinking about it. No, you, honestly, it's kind of scary. But uh, 
Hawkeye Heaven on Facebook every yeah. once in a while is like posting, uh, you know, it's like eighty-five ex- days. Or it something is. Like I that, believe today so. is eighty-five days until uh, the first uh, Iowa Hawkeye football game, and you know, one side of me is like, hell yeah, and the but other side of like, me is like, holy, no, sh- right. <laughs> like, you know, man, summer's going fast. Uh, you know, man, it, it feels like I was scooping snow two weeks ago, and here it we really are, freaking, uh, you know, half halfway through June, but. Yeah, I don't know. Gotta gotta start taking advantage of this weather. Uh, um, gotta start getting out there. And uh, um, but first off, uh, like a, like I was saying, um, spring shoreline cleanup. It, right. it, it's we getting to that point that where up. it's no longer spring. Right. So uh, yeah, I, I kind of forgot about it, and uh, um, now all of a sudden it's like, ooh, son of a gun. So uh, I've got a random name generator here. We're going to be drawing for two. $25 gift cards and uh, first thing Dakota Angler for Dakota Angler. I think you can still use code Dirtbag on top of it. Right. That'll be well worth your time, but uh, all right. Let's all see right. Here. Hold it's on. Spinning, just like your rims used to. First things first, Scott DeBilzen. I think that's how you would. Uh, yep, that's what I would say. Yep. Scott DeBilzen. And so. He's got to have some cool nicknames. <laughs> DB. I, I don't know what they call him, but and next one up, David Tabor Tiber. I'd say Tabor. Tabor. Yeah. Okay, we got David Tabor and Scott DeBilson. Let me write that down. Write it down. Proud recipients of twenty-five dollar gift cards to Dakota Angler. That's right, Scott DeBilson. I tell him not to spend it all in one place, but I'd say spend it all in one place. <laughs> spend it all in one place. Yep, that's right. Uh, it's good to see another Scott winning. That's <laughs> Scott's which is yeah. always winning. But uh, all right, uh, that is um, that is the uh, the spring shoreline cleanup. We appreciate all the people that did go out and uh, and pick anything up. Um, you know, every every bit uh, helps. And uh, yeah. keep it up. Yep. You know, don't stop now just because it's you know it's not a contest. Uh, most of the people that entered it still do a good job of. Throughout the year, they see trash, they pick it up. I mean, it's starting to get that way. I was down at the river the other day, and I saw some laying around and yep. grabbed a few of the things that I could. And It's just really crazy what all gets thrown away. It is. It is. It, you, it truly is. Do you ever um, watch any of that Tim of Tim Hilbert's scuba diving videos from over at Okaboji? So, actually, uh, speaking of that, um, a while back I was talking to Scott Mockentune, and he messaged me back and said, you need to talk to, is that his name, Scott Hilbert or Tim Hilbert? Tim, Tim Hilbert. Yeah. yeah, Tim Hilbert. He said, uh, you need to get Tim Hilbert on the show. He said, divers have the wildest stories. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest. Had no clue who the guy was. Sent him a friend request. Started looking at you know some of his pictures, some of his videos. And I'm like, holy moly. Like, yeah. this is way badass. And then he posted that tower video the yeah. other day. And... Uh, um, actually some really, really cool videos. And, uh, so I, I do think that that's something that, uh, um, we got to hopefully have coming down the pipe. I, I've never spoke to Tim before. Um, he, he has no clue who I am. I have no clue who he is, but, uh, I would like to get him on the show to, uh, ju- just to hear some of the wild stuff that he's seen, but, Definitely. but go ahead. Sorry. No, I kind of no, hijacked no, that it, one from it, you. I, you're saying exactly what I was going to say. Just some of the stuff that he picks up off the bottom of the lake over there it's just it's unreal yep yep it's crazy all the trash that gets thrown out i don't think people realize that 
A lot of people aren't bringing their empties with them. A lot of them are going <laughs> overboard. But a, a lot of the cool things he finds, too, that people have dropped. Right, over, right. You know, they, I've probably, he's probably found who knows how many cell phones. Yep. And with all this nice uh, weather the last couple uh, uh, days, uh, Matt, both you and I uh, have been able to uh, to get out and do a little bit of fishing. Um, you got your boat out uh, for the second, third time this year, and yeah. then third, and then you went at, what two times this in the, in the last couple days yep. here. I got my boat out on uh, on Saturday and uh, had my fingers crossed. Everything worked spectacular. Uh, got it out of the, my dad's storage shed and uh, hooked the hose up to it, and the freaking sucker popped, popped right, right off, off. Oh, and yeah. ran strong. I was just. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was, I, I was feeling really good. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I was. Jacked. That's always a good feeling after a long winter like that when they pop off. Yep. So, uh, so you're officially mm-hmm. on summer vacation now. Right. Uh, what was it? Friday, the first day that you went out. Yep. Friday was. Yep. Went over to Spirit Lake. So did you go Friday, Sunday? I didn't go Sunday. Did you go Saturday night? No. No, you went to Ellsworth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you had messaged me yep, about possibly going on Saturday. Yeah. Yep. So uh, Friday, uh, tell us a little bit about what you did. Friday, uh, just went over there, and it was a little windy spot okay. that we went. Uh, kind of battled the wind. Oh, yeah. You went Emily. Cold. Yeah, you it was Emily. a little colder. A little colder as well. So uh, she kind of bundled up and kind of got to the spot where I wanted to, and it was a rock pile. But it, the weeds have come up quite a bit. So trying to find the rock pile amongst the weeds, um, finally started throwing a chatterbait just to kind of search a little bit. Yep. And with the live scope, I could actually see um, like the opening in the weeds and stuff. Could you like really? That. Yep. yep. So so that kind of that's helped. right. And you got so you yep, got your live scope all set up. Yeah. Yep. Well, I still, <laughs> I still trying to figure that thing out. I mean, oh, it's not easy. No, it's yep. not. Uh, it, it's kind of cool today watching a little bit seeing some of the fish move around or watching my jerk bait and yep. stuff like that on the screen. So I can see where that's going to become pretty addictive and oh, stuff yeah. like that. But no, we, uh, finally I hooked into a really nice one. Um, caught that one a few casts later, hooked into an even bigger one. And I'm like, Hey, Emily, I'm going to need the net on this one. This, <laughs> this is, this is a big one. This it was over 20 inches. And uh, she's all bundled up, and she's just like, "Yeah, all right," and stuff. I'm like, "No, like, <laughs> like up and get." I'm playing around. Get over here. <laughs> but no, that one ended up throwing. Earn a hook. your keep, woman. <laughs> ended up throwing the hook, and uh, so then drop shot in for him a little bit. Caught a few doing that. Uh, after that, it was a little cold out. We were only. She had to work at the brewery at. She had to be there by like three thirty. So okay, we just fish for a few hours, then high hit high tailed at home. Um, then today I was able to get out and, uh, kind of the same thing. I started at a different spot, caught one fairly quick on a drop shot, a 19, nice 19 inch small mouth. Um, then it was kind of slow Threw on a jerk bait, caught one on the jerk bait. Then it got, then it was slow again. So then I moved to the spot where we were the other day and took a little bit to get like the boat positioned right. But once I did, I fired the old chatter bait out there and it was not, it was first cast with it. You're catching yeah. them on jatterbait, huh? Oh, yeah. Just. God dang it. On I the love old it. jackhammer. I love it. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jackhammer, $20 jatterbait. Yeah. Well, I bought them last fall. When Big they were, money, Matt. When they were on sale for like nine bucks, I was at, I was somewhere, I can't remember where I was, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to grab a couple of them to see if the hype is really real. 
So and you're believing it, huh? I don't know if I'm believing it. The old ones do just as well. The, the yeah. originals do just as well. I don't know. I actually lost a couple. The first two fish I hooked on the jackhammer the other day, I lost them, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? These hooks? I thought these hooks were supposed to be better and stuff like that. Like I had ah. a hook better hookup positions with the other one because actually I had an old one on at first, or not an old one, the original. Yep. And after a couple fish. I really didn't look to retie it, and obviously I haven't retied it from last year yeah. yet. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> neither have I. And I went and did the old, went to cast, and that thing just kept on sailing. I'm <laughs> like, holy buckets, I really got some, that thing is going along. Nice like, distance. I was like, oh, crap. Yep. <laughs> just casted it to the abyss. But no, I found a school of them today, and it was, I mean, it was cast after cast. Uh, I probably caught five or six in a row on the chatterbait. It was fun. They'd come in, and there'd be two or three of them following it and stuff, so then that kind of died off so then i picked up the jerk bait threw that out there caught a few on that um yeah it was fun too because i hooked into a smaller one and then there was a bigger one with it so i was just letting it, it was coming up and swiping at the bait nice and nice. so i just let that one swim around down there trying to hook both of them and i think i had them both hooked briefly really and then because all of a sudden it got real heavy and then as i reeled it in the other one was hooked in the side so huh um, but then, uh, what else did it, then I caught some on the drop shot too. So nice. Yeah. So, you know, it was a good day. It was nice to get out there, especially today. Like we said earlier, oh, beautiful. And, uh, yeah, couldn't really pass it up, but you and you and Ramsey looked like you guys had a really good day the other day too. Is Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, uh, pulled the boat out of storage on Friday night, uh, um, set it out, uh, Set it out on the uh, on the driveway, hooked up the hose to it, and yep, she popped off. So uh, uh, Ramsey, Ramrod and I had decided that, uh, you know, we were going to try to do a little something on Saturday morning, and uh, I didn't really want to go too far away from the house, you know, first first trip of the year you know you don't yeah. want to really push it and and uh so we we had thought about going over you know spirit lake or okaboji or something but uh elected to stay a little bit closer and and just a small uh uh local i don't know lake pond whatever um right here uh lyon county but uh yeah we had gotten there and uh um yeah probably I don't know, maybe on the third cast, I caught a fish and on the sixth cast, I caught a fish and on the ninth cast, I caught a fish. And, and, uh, then I think Ramsey was starting to kind of feel bad for himself. And then all of a sudden he, uh, he, uh, rattled off about five fish just boom, 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 boom. And, and I hadn't caught any, any in that, uh, in that span, but, uh, you know, we, the, the first hour was really good. The second hour was, was decent. And after that, they just kind of, they just kind of went, uh, I don't know, they went somewhere, but, uh, uh, whatever the case, uh, you know, I, I'd say we each caught, uh, you know, I don't know, I'd say Ramrod was probably at nine fish or something like that. I was probably at seven and, uh, he, he caught a couple more than me. He caught the big one of the day. Um, I didn't weigh my, uh, the second fish, uh, my second fish was a big fish, but I would say his, his big fish was possibly, uh, probably bigger. But uh, whatever the case, uh, I think our best five, we, like I said, we did not weigh that one uh, big one. But uh, our best five before we did that uh, was, was uh, 17 and a half. That's a damn good. That, for, <laughs> no, that, for, for, for small that body, water, yep, right, for yep. that body of water, I mean, that's, that's damn good. Yep. I mean, I, I do think that we could have upgraded that into the 18s with that, uh, with that one fish. And I don't know. I was, I was dang happy with that. And 
Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I even, I caught a pike. Had no clue that there was oh, pike yeah, in that. Uh, that surprised me too when you said that you caught one. Yeah, I. Uh, um, and it was a decent one. I mean, yeah, it wasn't not like bad. A, oh. Thirty-one, thirty-two inches. Right. So uh, yeah, hucked out that chatterbait and and uh, was reeling it in and thunk, and you know, so I start start going and I said to Ramsey, I'm like, you know, this is a, this is a better one right here. And then all of a sudden it was like, son of a gun, it's a pike. And it, it really had some nice colors on yep. it. Uh, it was a cool one. I was, I was pretty pumped up to catch that one. So, and, uh, I'm in that, uh, uh, Kyle's day foundation tournament. So, uh, rattled off a couple bass for that, uh, rattled off a, a pike for that. So, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm in it. And that's, uh, hopefully in this, to win. yep. Hopefully this weekend, uh, up at Okaboji. Uh, try to try to do a couple panfish and um, yeah I think that's probably where I'll end up but uh, yeah either way uh, it was fun it was a lot of fun uh, to get out there uh, um, yeah it, it, it was it was good it's but, always a good time when you're when you chuck that chatterbait out there and all of a sudden you feel the vibration and you're going all of a sudden there's no God, vibration and I, then there's then all of a sudden you feel the weight yeah, like, the, oh, yeah the day you showed me how to do that uh, yeah. that I've, I've never uh I've never strayed from that. I really don't want to do anything other than huck a chatterbait around. I had a couple today that, like, they would go and they'd come up and swipe at it, and there must have been two or three of them oh, coming yeah. after it yep. because all, then I killed it and let it start falling again, and as soon as I, like, hit the reel once, it was boom. Thunk. It yep. was like, oh, nice. yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So. Yep. And, and you caught a... At least one nice walleye. Yeah, last the, the first on Friday when we went. Yeah, I caught a 22 inch walleye. So oh, heck yeah. Yeah, at first I saw. I thought I was like, oh, maybe it's gonna be small enough to throw in the live well to bring home and clean it and feed it to the at cat. At first but. you thought you had a snag, <laughs> and then you realized, <laughs> wow, like, that's dang a weeds. That's dang a, weeds. Yeah, that's a big walleye. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, it's a walleye. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> nope. So yeah, that was good. I'm surprised I haven't caught any northerns or anything like that yeah or musky yeah musky in that I've, body of water that spot that i was fishing i've caught them there before so really yeah huh so uh i, I got a question for you matt uh, you know you've gone out uh, now to this particular body of water um twice in in the past couple days done pretty well both times yeah uh what would it take for you to sell your fishing spots that you were just at mm. and uh to to a random person random person you don't know uh, them you got to tell them what you were uh where you were at and and what you were using what what would it cost well that's a good question would you be willing to sell it at all i mean i i suppose Any everything's spot? for sale all right yeah for the right price yeah but uh to to give up the juice the juice that you've had you know the the, the juice that you've been working on the past two outings what would it cost for you to sell that um is it for sale oh yeah it's for sale because it's you know good fishermen are going to be able to find find those spots easy um i don't know i guess if somebody wanted to freaking pay me 50 bucks to 50 bucks is the number well it's 50 more dollars than what i got there's a reason right why there. i'm asking you this yeah I, it, there's a reason why i'm asking you this so 50 dollars is the number huh well if somebody offered me 50 dollars, i'd get i'd tell them where i caught them at yeah 20 bucks you know i don't know about 20 bucks 50 bucks would get me some gas money okay so 50 dollars is the number yeah 
Well, boy, do I got news for you, Matt. You can get yourself $50 for those spots. You can. New website, fishtips.com. Really? What you do is you go on there, and uh, there's, a, there's a deal. Fishtips.com. Fishtips.com. I can't believe that I'm giving these guys free publicity, but uh, fishtips.com. Jesus. Pain in the ass. Make sure you put the P and not a T at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> That's Matt's favorite website there. So fishtips.com. Um, let me tell you about us. Um, come on. Now all of a sudden. So people are selling their, I mean, you, yep. have, you have some of them places that like. So, so what is fish tips? We are an online marketplace for expert fishing advice. The tips in our marketplace have the same kind of details that a guide would use on an actual fishing trip, but packaged into a digital format that you can personally purchase and unlock instantly who gets the money from the tip sale the funds go to the person who lists the tips for sale fish tips takes a percentage of the proceeds as a platform fee the fee pays for the credit card processing costs web hosting and other necessary expenses associated with providing the marketplace so you can go on there and you can be the angler or you can be a guide or you can sell a tip if you want to go on there and sell a tip, you have to create a uh, create a, an account, and you can go on there and type in West Lake Okaboji, uh, Bitter Lake, uh, right. you know Lake McConaughey. Do whatever you want. You put in your lake, and then you type out your juice. You you know you hmm. yeah what what you're using where you were at, waypoints, all sorts of stuff like that, and then you name your price. You want a thousand bucks? Go ahead. Put it at a thousand bucks. Whatever. So so how do they protect it? Like so I sell you my my spot, you buy my spot. Yep. And now you now, sell now that. I know. Yeah, I suppose. Now you sell it. It's I just suppose. Like, I mean, why wouldn't you do that? I mean, I suppose. I suppose. I guess I could treat it like a business and start buying all these people's spots and marking them up. <laughs> marking them. Well, I mean, market. I, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And and then I guess, uh, as far as that goes, I believe you can turn around and leave a review afterwards. Like, yeah, this dude, <laughs> this dude sucks. It's garbage. Right. Don't well, yeah. buy from him anymore. I was gonna say, yeah. How do you prevent that from people just being like, yeah, oh, I caught a bunch of crappies at this spot here's the gps coordinates and then you get there and it's it's an open field <laughs> yeah so so i mean th this is a thing right now and and from what i can tell it has not made its way quite up here into the upper midwest yet uh down in texas down in florida alabama uh it, it's made it to missouri it's it's a thing you know i mean you can go on there um they'll you can flat out uh, look to see what uh um what everybody's been catching what specific yep. top one uh marshall gregory amateur tournament angler and content creator um dream catchers guides marshall gregory uh matt o'connell am amateur tournament angler nine locations and the pattern that helped me finish second in the bfl all-american 
Wow. So, I mean, it'll... Lake Hartwell, giant offshore Hartwell bass and the ticket to get them to the boat by Lane Clark. Uh, Gavin Cloutier, June breakdown for Watuga, Watuga Lake, Tennessee. Um, All sorts of stuff like that. And actually some guides posting their stuff on there. Hmm. Interesting. What would, what would, would you buy tips? Well, the, the, this was kind of going to be my next question for you. Like, so what, what do you think of it? I don't know. I, Is it bullshit? Uh, Is I it think, stupid? I think if, it's if, stupid. I don't think it, I, will anyone actually buy it? People will Is, buy is it. it. People will buy you it. You think so? Oh yeah. People, <laughs> people will buy it. Um, it, it's going to be tough to like, like I said, please it a little bit like from people like, so I buy your spot. Now I'm going to sell sell the spot and everything that worked on it. Um, yep. And and maybe once you buy it, maybe, I mean, I got to think that somebody's already thought about that. Um, I don't know. I don't know that they're, uh, I'm sure that they're going to try to put something in place there. But, uh, um, you know, m- more than anything, I just, you know, I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, is it any different than paying for a guide? Is it any different than calling a guide and saying, hey, um, Jason Durham, I don't have $500 to go out on a trip with you today, but if I give you $100, will you tell me, you know, where where the fish are biting and, uh, you know, how you're catching them? good point because i mean there there are guides that that will do stuff like that you know oh, and i'm not saying jason durham is he's just the first guy that came to my mind but uh i mean is you know i i don't think that's a big deal personally if no. you call that well, guide and, and just say hey there's there's a uh, professional anglers that will call locals and right you know pay them for you know some knowledge of the lake and stuff like that so i guess i don't know i mean it doesn't surprise me that something like this is out there but right i mean you know it's the united states i mean capitalism <laughs> and, you know i mean whatever right. uh, uh um you know it, it'll be interesting like it's this is this the new thing yeah, you know i, I mean don't know. you you gotta think when when the first guide when the first guide ever came about there was somebody that was like frick you know John's trying to get money to take yeah, people right. to go fishing. What a freaking moron. And and now it's it's a normal thing. Yep. You know, today's, you know, the day of the internet, you know, social media, everything. Like, you know, obviously this was a thing. I, I'm not saying I'm for this, but, you know. No, right. I, I, I know mean, what you're saying. You know, it, it's, uh, is, is this the thing? Like, I mean, is this the new way? What? I don't know. It'd be interesting. I mean, there, like I said, there'll be people Here's that do one. it. Like you're going to a new, like you're going somewhere and yeah, go on there and see what their price is. And <laughs> what if you, what if you go with a, tr- a trip? What if you go with Jason Durham, spend your $500 to go out and then you want to recoup some of your money when <laughs> you're done. <laughs> and so that, you that's your, that's your, that's your selling point. Uh, Buy all Jason Durham with Go Fish Guide Services. No, that's why a lot uh, of know. them, a lot of them, don't allow you to have a GPS along or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, I suppose a lot of guides do. I mean, and there's people that, you know, remember the days of the Garmin H2Os yep, yep. and stuff like that, the little handheld ones. There would be people that would like sneak them into their backpack, and when the guide wasn't looking, yep. hit the mark, you know, set a waypoint on it. 
so so with all this being said, is this going to be a problem? I don't think it's going to be a problem. Is it going to cause some fights? Oh, people are going to be pissed. I mean, people. It's just like the kind of like the old forums and stuff like that. You know, whenever somebody gets online or even Facebook or anything like that. Yep. You know, people are pissed off about that and say it's ruined fishing because people post their pictures and then it's like, well, you can see the background, you can see where he was fishing, you can see this. You know, yep. Now oh, yeah. that fish is now that lake is fished out. Uh, it used to be good. It used to be good. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, I I had never heard of, about this before. I was actually listening to another podcast. They started talking about it, and I was like, "Holy moly!" Like, how have I never heard about this before? And uh, I mean, I, I I get it somewhat. I I don't get it in in another breath. I don't know. I think it's kind of going to be a, a deal that. You know, there, there's maybe a little buzz around it here for right. six months, and then I think it's going to be done. But with that being said, you know, like I said, today's the day of the internet, and uh, I don't know, maybe maybe this is the new thing. Maybe from here Could on be. out, uh, you know, the, the guides are over the internet. Guides are, you know, selling you yeah. tips like that. Right. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, either way, I thought it was interesting. Um so yeah, yeah whatever if uh if you're listening uh and you you feel strongly either way uh, uh we'll have a facebook post about it or uh send us a send us a dm and uh, if you want to <clears throat> catch some big carp we'll get you in contact with cody magnuson he'll sell you his numbers <laughs> it's gonna cost you it's gonna cost you big carp or bullhead whatever yeah, one That's yeah. his expertise. don't pay for his walleye spots no. and and that's you might as well just play Jim Gerard then. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, Matt. Uh, in light of Father's Day, Father's Day is coming down it the pipe is. here uh, this coming weekend. Uh, is is the uh, is the Father's Day? So I want to know um, what uh, do you, do you have one single fishing memory? One single fishing memory, and and uh, that that just sticks out above all others. Um, like just one memory or like a memorable trip or both or I would say, um, because I have like one of like one specific memory. I can remember the first time I caught a big Northern, an eight pound Northern. Um, we were up at Norway Lake in Minnesota. We used to take family vacations up there. And I can still remember I was using this gray pole that I always used, a little like a Zepco 202 or something like that. And I had a yellow marbu jig on and everybody else was fishing. We were catching crappies, I think. And uh, I just had that marbu jig over the side of the boat and I could see it down there and I was just kind of jigging along. And I think at one point my dad just kind of told me, you know, don't be fooling around and stuff like that because I always fool around because that's just the way it I is. I don't believe you. And then the next thing you know, I'm hooked into this big northern and, you know, catch it. And it's kind of a big deal. I mean, it might, I, I think it was eight pounds. It could have been seven, six. I don't know. But, uh, could have been, it could have been 18. It could have been. Uh, been. But that, that's like, like one of my most memorable fish memories, like that I can still remember. I mean, I was pretty young. Just when for that the happened. sole fact that your dad told you to quit screwing right. around and then you kind of like, right. take that dad. It's kind of like a Billy Badass moment <laughs> for me. Like, I know what I'm doing here, you know? Uh, um, yeah. 
Um, because I was the one that always fell in the water. I, it didn't matter where we were at. If we, there was rocks, I'd be playing around on the rocks on the shore, and Dad would be like, I can still remember the one time we were up in Worthington. And my brother and I and Dad was just like, don't, you know, stay away from that. Don't be, you're going to fall in. And I said, I'm not going to fall in. And like two seconds later, psh, I was <laughs> in the water. Um, nope. But the most memorable trip would probably be our Boundary Waters trip. I mean, when I was going to be a freshman in high school, we went on that one, and we have so many memories from that. It, it's it's crazy. Um, it's the one and only time I've ever been up there. Uh, we always talk about going back up, but we never seem to get around to do it. But uh, just everything that went on in that trip, uh, the, from great fishing to, unlike you guys, we didn't run into any nasty like storms or anything, but we had like extreme heat. Right. So, you know, that was it in itself. It sucked for, you know, especially at that age. It wasn't one of those things like, ah, I could just go out there and I can hand, you know, I can tough it out and stuff like that. I mean, it just felt, it feels hotter when you're yep. <laughs> that that age. Um, but it was cool because we saw moose when we were up there. We saw black bear. It was just, it was just kind of a surreal thing. And, uh, you know, we had a portage way the hell in there. That was the only thing that really sucked. Um, looking back at it, I think dad wishes that we probably wouldn't have portaged as much as we did, but, you yep. know. We had to go to the one that him and his buddies always went on and stuff like that. It's like, well, you got, you know, my brother. Some young Mike, kids, right. you know, maybe this ain't the one. Right. And some first timers and everything like that. Nope. I mean, him and my uncle or him and my uncle could handle it, but because yep. they were experienced guys up there. But, but no, that was definitely probably the one that I remember the most. Just everything that went on from losing the trailer jack stand on the way up to the way up there going down the interstate to, uh, yeah, almost hitting a black bear when we were driving home. I mean, it was just, it was, it was a pretty memorable thing. Nice, nice. About how about you? Uh, I would say um, for sure, uh, me, my dad, uh, my brother, and my son Grady. Uh, we went on a fly-in fishing trip uh, back in 2019, I think. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it had to be 2019 because it was before. Uh, before the pandemic 2020. Right. So, uh, 2019, uh, drove up to Lac Dubani, Manitoba, um, flew up into, uh, Peck, I believe was what the lake was called. And, uh, you know, one of those fly in deals where they drop you off, you're there. We were there for four days and, um, yeah, you know, you, you, you bring in some food, but, uh, you know, you eat a lot of fish and, and, uh, whatever, but you know, it, it's just you four. That's the only people that are on the yeah. lake. Um, there's nothing to do really besides fish, you know, maybe play cards around the, the table and whatnot. Um, no cell phone reception. You know, I mean, it, it, it makes you ignore all other things, you right. know, yeah. from, from the outside world that, you know, no matter what, if, if you, unless you wanted to go take a nap in your bunk, uh, you know, you were, you were telling stories, you were talking, you were doing whatever. There's no TV, there's no anything. And, uh, um, you know, took a lot of pictures, had a lot of fun, uh, caught a, caught a boatload of fish. And, um, that definitely to me, uh, um, you know, un, un, unlike you, I, I probably don't have as many, uh, fishing trips, uh, you know, fishing memories with my dad. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. Like my dad, spectacular dad, but, uh, just, you know, fishing wasn't something, you know, my right. dad, my dad fished a little bit, right. you know, he was an outdoorsman. I've got more hunting memories with exactly. my dad, but, uh, you know, fishing just never was, uh, you know, t 
top priority of his, but, uh, um, yeah, man, that trip, uh, just an absolute pile of fun. And, and, uh, one of those deals, uh, you know, I, I, I would be game if we did, uh, you know, just us four again, you know, maybe in a year, a couple years from now, uh, uh, bring my brother's son Bowen along. And, you know, I'd, I'd really like to have a Sturman, uh, you know, guys tradition that, you know, the yearly fishing trip. But, um, if it didn't happen like that, uh, I've got a, I've got my buddy, Austin Brugman, freedom brew, Austin Brugman, uh, you know, what originally started off as his birthday trip, uh, like the first week in June, uh, they go out to the Missouri river and, and right. slowly, but surely more people came. And now there's people on the trip that he don't even know. Like it, it's actually <laughs> it's his, his birthday, birthday trip, but he, you know, I mean, there's, there's people in the other house or whatever that he may not even really know. And, right. Uh, up there at, at Jackson's Outpost and Lodge up in, in uh, um, Manitoba, they do have some really big cabins that, you know, can can do 16, 18, 20 people. Oh, wow. And uh, I've really thought, you know, man, that, that'd really be something to, to put a Facebook post out or, or something like that and just say, hey, next year, you know, June 20 through 25, gonna you know if, if you're interested hit me right. up and i'm gonna you know call up there and get this thing reserved and you know maybe maybe you and ramrod and me and my dad and my brother and grady and and you know craig oiler and trevor you know decide to come and and uh maybe you know just just all sorts of stuff you know just see right. if a guy could get you know 15 people you know to to all go and Man, can you imagine the card games and the stories and, you know, just oh, the, yeah, the heckling that would be happening? I mean, 15 guys out on an island in a cabin with nothing to do but tell lies and fish. And, yep. and God dang it, would that be fun? But uh, um, whatever the case, you know, back to – I kind of went off the rails there. But uh, most memorable father, uh, father-son father uh, fishing uh, memory, definitely that trip there. I've got some memories uh, with my grandpa – um, you know, on, on both sides, uh, but we, we didn't do a ton of fishing and, you know, honestly, uh, as a dad, my most memorable trip would, you know, with Grady would probably be the exact same trip. So, yeah. um, I don't know, like I said, hopefully get to experience something like that again someday, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah, that, no, it is what it is. Yeah. I, same way with me, you know, like I, I was very fortunate that, I grew up in a fishing family. It was a very big part of what we did. And uh, going with my dad, my grandpa, my brothers, my Uncle Rich, um, it was, I mean, there was many a days. We always had an annual trip, New Year's trip. We look forward to every year. We go over to Okaboji and fish. And, yep, catch, uh, catch a bunch of bluegills, oh, right? Oh, yeah, just a ton of them. Um, we'd always, I can also remember, and the great thing about it is, like, all these trips we always went on, grandpa had an old single cab chevy truck with a topper on the back and he had a big like mattress like up on a piece of plywood in the back so us boys would lay back there the whole way up there nice and, nice you know now, now probably get thrown in jail <laughs> if they right. saw you doing that going down the road but uh i mean things like that it, it was always a lot of fun nice now, i just texted uh craig exl well we're gonna get him on the phone and uh see what oh, yeah. his uh his most memorable uh, father-son fishing trip is. Help. Hola. What's up? Oh, not Mr. much. Craigie. What's uh, What's happening out west? Um, 
my son and I are uh, trying our hand at hydro dipping coffee cups because we've never done it before. Really? Sweet. So you, uh, what do you, what do you do? You uh, spray paint a bunch of stuff and put it on water and then dip the mug in there like that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And is it working? We got one done, and I ain't gonna lie, it's pretty, pretty freaking cool. Oh, well, don't uh-huh. sit here and brag. Don't sit here. <laughs> We've got no time. We've got no time for bragging on this show. <laughs> I, I, I'm not quitting my day job quite yet, but uh, we get too many more of them looking like this, and it might be a new Facebook page popping yep, up. Yeah, come Friday, well, Mac, Mac, Mac Craig, Craig, come Friday. custom cups. Yeah, <laughs> come Friday, Mac Constructions looking for a new foreman. <laughs> there you go. All right, Craig. Uh, you know you're doing a little father son stuff right now, so we don't want to uh, we don't want to take you too long, but. Uh, uh, I was chatting with you earlier about uh, your most memorable father-son uh, fishing trip, and uh, uh, what what with your dad, what's uh, what's that most memorable trip? You know, I, I'm like I told you before, I, I'm very fortunate to have grown up with an outdoorsman as a father. So we spent so much time. I, I mean, my dad had me on the ice when I was three years old, and I don't remember that obviously, but. Uh, um, you know, so I had a lot of experiences, but probably, you know, when you would ask me that question, the first one that came to mind was, um, several years ago, we had bought a trip from Tom Badia that he donated to Hooked on Hardwater, uh, for fishing Rainy Lake. And, uh, my, my brother, he's not a fisherman. He's not much of an outdoorsman at all, really, but, uh, him and my dad and I took a road trip and we went up and and fished with Tom and you know for one Tom is just a an incredible fisherman and he knows Ramey like the back of his hand and and uh so he we were constantly on fish but uh the cool part was we got into uh this crappie area and my dad I I couldn't figure it out my brother and I could not figure out this crappie bite but my dad had it dialed in and god he wouldn't let it how much he kicked our butts catching crappies and, <laughs> and and it was just for me i remember sitting back and you know granted this was four or five years ago and and uh, but i just remember looking at my dad thinking you know all the things he's taught me and and he's got to teach me one more thing how the hell to catch these crappies <laughs> you know and, and but it was it was just such a great experience and and just the road trip you know fish camp and and all of that is just so much uh fun was had and and if you ask my dad about that trip the first thing he says is we gave him a nickname my brother and i did uh because he's the kind of guy where you, you know we we uh couldn't pass a gas station have to stop you know and he his back was uncomfortable so he'd have to get out and go stretch his legs so it was, we called him miss daisy and so we were just <laughs> driving miss daisy around for that trip and yeah it was uh pretty comical but it was just a great trip you know and and even my brother he caught a uh, um like a 25 inch walleye i caught a 28 and a half or 29 inch walleye and and uh my dad caught several big walleyes but then you know the crappies on top of it it was just incredible so um yeah just a great trip uh one that uh, i don't think the three of us will ever forget right you know the, the that's that's what i often think about you know 
obviously I don't know what it's like to be 80 years old, but, uh, you know, when that day finally does come and you think back, like, you know, what, what are going to be some of those major memories that a person, uh, remembers. And I got to think, you know, for you guys, that's going to be that trip. Yep. Absolutely. I, uh, and you know, we, we'd even, my dad and I had talked about it to my brother because my brother has not been fishing since that trip and really he just said oh. hey should we go fish with tom again and my brother's like yep just let me know and he's <laughs> you know he just he loved it yeah so so now that's uh you know that's the story with with your dad how about being the father uh you know reverse what's your most uh memorable fishing trip with trevor oh man uh i'm so Two, you got me. You didn't warn me, but you're gonna. Ask I know. Me I know. <laughs> pulled this one out of the uh, back pocket. Yeah, two. It was two springs ago. Him and I went up to Pactola uh, right after ice out. I mean, there was still part of the lake was froze, but we'd had the boat out and we were jigging for lake trout. And I want to say between the two of us, we caught 14 lake trout that day. Wow. And I've got video of him reeling in fish and he's giggling but he he's his arms were spent and he's like dad it hurts it hurts but he's <laughs> giggling so much and and i'd actually got uh a text do you follow that shane van boning at all yep yeah, the, the pool yep. player yep yep the pool player he was out on the lake that day and he texted me that night and he said he had so much fun just listening to trevor laughing <laughs> the whole time because I mean, we just, we had one of those days that we could do no wrong, and um, it just, yeah, like I say, I'll show you the video sometime, just his giggles as he's fighting these fish, but he, he truly couldn't handle it anymore, and I'd have to, you know, I had to stop recording at one point in time to help him just hold the rod up, because I thought he was going to lose the rod, <laughs> the tank because it, his arms were cashed. That's awesome. So, That's yeah, awesome. yeah, that was a, a really great tip, and, and you know, I mean, I've had... Uh, even with my daughter, uh, you know, yeah. I've had her uh, walleye fishing. We, her and I went up trolling for walleyes up to Orman, I don't know, two, three years ago. And my absolute favorite picture of her is she's holding, you know, an 18, 19 inch walleye. And I just, we just had one of those days where it's just the two of us. The lake wasn't terribly busy and we just caught the heck out of the walleye. So, you know, it just, it's funny the, the memories that fishing can bring to so many different people. And, yep. And, uh, I sure. love it. Yep. No doubt about it. Uh, no, Craig, uh, we appreciate, uh, we appreciate your time and, uh, you get back to making killer cups. Oh, Hey, I'm going to send you a picture of one and I'll, maybe I'll interrupt the show just so you can uh, <laughs> let everyone know how amazing it is. Hey, and, <laughs> and happy belated birthday. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. 54? <laughs> uh, some days it feels like it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. There's most mornings I feel like I'm 54. All right, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. All right. Well, thanks a lot, man. See you, boys. See, See ya. ya. One year older, but no wiser. That's our good buddy, <laughs> Craig XL. There he goes. There he goes. Um, I think, uh, I think. Well, one more thing. Uh, oh, I just got a text message from Craggy on the cups. On the cups. Let's see here. Oh wow. Yeah, look at there. 
He's kind of got uh, an orange and oh, kind of wow. got a gray, yeah, black that, cool. swirl in there. It looks like marble, actually. Yeah. That's actually way badass. But uh, Way to go. Yep. No, that's uh, that's way cool. I think what they're doing is you take a tub of water and you put a bunch of spray paint on the top and then you dip whatever you want in there. And uh, no, that's uh, that's actually way cool. That but, is. Uh, but uh, no, I wanted to do a, a new segment. Uh, just um, we've we've had some stuff sent in over the years. Uh, Jason Kaup and and uh, you know Biggie sent us some stuff and and uh, you know different people have have not just sent us stuff in the mail, but uh, you know came and dropped things off and and you know I mean we've gotten turkey calls and we've gotten uh, uh, jigs and we've gotten uh, you know all, all different sorts of stuff, but. Uh, um, Listener Alex Christensen uh, with Stellar Custom Rods over in Spencer, Iowa, um, started pouring some plastics a while back, and uh, he sent us a, a couple craws um, and some some different baits uh, here just a while back. And uh, so, yeah, we I, I just want to you know acknowledge those people that do send the stuff. So uh, um, if we get some stuff, uh, we'll have a little segment called uh, the Mail Room and yep. uh, um, whatever. Got but, mail. Yep. So. Uh, um, do check out uh, Stellar Custom Rods on Facebook. Uh, Alex makes some uh, really cool rods. I actually met him over uh, at an ice show over in Okaboji. Um, I was working over there. He was working over there. Uh, um, yeah, we just got along really good, uh, started chatting. and That's uh, really cool. Yeah, cool dude. Cool thanks, dude. So, thanks for the baits, man. You bet. You bet. So, uh, all right. Uh, I think we're on review? to pizza review. Um Got us a pizza one. Now you do. You, you, you know a, you I sent, do. You sent us a picture yesterday of it looked like a pretty. It looked like a damn good pie, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, this week, uh, Red Baron Brick Oven Crust Cheese Trio Pizza. Mozzarella and provolone cheese blended with Parmesan cheese and parsley. The Baron. The Baron. Red Baron. Uh, damn good pizza, really. And uh, this one in particular, uh, 400 degrees, right on the rack. Uh, called for 16 to 18 minutes, you know me. Went about 22. Yep. And uh, damn good, damn good. R- looked good, looked good. Um, I, I will come right out and tell you right now, uh, um, if, 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 if the score was on looks, it had gotten a nine. Um, and and, and mm. it didn't, uh, but but it didn't suck. Um, All right. So, so uh, what I got here, to do, do, do. Uh, Red Baron Brick Oven Cheese, uh, really good appearance. That's the first thing I wrote, really good appearance. Um, when you actually got it out of the package, it looked like a lots of matzo. All I right. mean, sliced, sliced mozzarella on the top, you know, big chunks of cheese. Yep. This was just plain, you know, cheese pizza. So um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you about how great the toppings were because there really wasn't any besides cheese. Mm, yeah. But uh um, I, I, I dare say I got my money's worth out of the cheese. Um, it was good. It was good. Um, uh, for what it is, uh, good pizza, you know, I, I, you know, like I said, you, you, you can't compare it to a meat lovers. You, you can't compare it to these other deals. It was a cheese pizza. Um, but it just didn't really wow me. All right. Yeah. You know, it's it, kind of, yeah, it's it, it didn't, bear. it just didn't blow me away. Like right. as much as I thought it was going to, like when I saw it, it was like, Oh my God, I can't yeah. even wait. And you took that first bite and it's like, yeah. that's good. Yeah, it's like, I mean, oh. it's good. Like it's above average, but right. you know, like, it just, oh. yeah, the, the crust was, the crust was kind of weird. It, it kind of had a little bit of a rubbery crust. If it would have had crunch to it, yeah. dear Lord. I mean, Red Baron's got good sauce. Like I said, the, the, 
the uh the cheese was there but uh yeah, it just is what it is. Six four. Six four. All right, that's yep. respectable. Yep, it was, it, was, it was above average, Especially but for Red Baron. Yeah, it was above average, but uh, um, yeah, just just wasn't the best one I ever had. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Freedom Brew. Good news stories. Uh, Freedom Brew now staying open late most nights during the week. Um, besides the night that I had to go over and get <laughs> Grady here a while back, I'm like, oh baby, we are swinging in there. We drove over there, closed, closed. So, I had uh, some the other day. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and Emily was up Sioux Falls, and she was running back home, and I was like, "Hey, you going through Larchwood?" I was like, "Why don't you swing in?" You didn't even have to tell her; she knew what you she were. She was after. already going. She's really? like, "She's like, of course I am." I was like, "All right, Good. well, here's my order." Good. So, yep. she had one of those like Lotus Energy Drink things that they have there. I tried it. That was damn good. Damn I'm gonna good. Have to give me one of those next really? time I'm over yep. there. Yeah. Yeah. All natural energy stuff. Yeah, uh, so beats the hell out of a Red Bull and yeah, it was yeah, damn for, tasty. So. Yeah, for people that don't like co- coffee but they Especially need a little a mule kick. Day, yeah, know, like yeah, that. that's right. So yep. give mm-hmm. him, give one of those a try while you're over there. You bet. Uh, what'd you get? Caramel frap? Oh yeah. Yep. Just had to go with it. Can't beat that. No. Can't beat that. Um, so what do you got, Matt? What do you got for a good news story? My good news story, um, I'm just going to say I was able to gift my nephew, Koi, 25 baseballs the other day. <laughs> nice. That Finley is Found, picked up. Nice. Yeah. I finally got around to, we, I always just throw them in the cupboard at home. And uh, I finally went through them. And uh, all the years we've been walking out at the ball fields, I threw probably about six or seven of them away that have been hit by lawnmower or she. I let her play with for a while that were kind of chewed up a little bit. So she she's found about 30-some baseballs, and 25 of them were still in good shape, and there was two softballs in there. So I load them up in a bag, and I brought them and uh, gave them to my nephew, Coy, the other night. His eyes were like cute, the size of baseballs when <laughs> nice. he saw them. And then, and then Finley proceeded to find two more tonight while she was out there. So Got, start, got the next pile yeah, started. Starting the next pile. I don't know. I, I just something that was kind of funny yeah. and kind of fun. Yeah, I like that. Um, my good news story, uh, my parents have been uh, building a new lake house. And, uh, you know, I'm not sitting here trying to brag or whatever, but uh, it, it, it's a cool deal. And uh, finally this week, uh, they're moving in. Awesome. Moving in. Good and for so, them. Yep, I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. I know my mom's way excited. She informed me that uh, Wednesday she was leaving work and she wasn't going to be back the rest of the week. So, uh, <laughs> Good for her. Yep, so uh, she's going to be doing that. And uh, we've, we've uh, started to bring a couple trailer loads of stuff, whatever, but uh, um, the place is awesome, looks great, and uh, um, yeah, looking forward to uh, getting settled in there and, and uh, starting to... Um, yeah, not, starting to make memories in that place, right? And not to mention that the uh, the dock holds quite a bit, quite a few fish. The way it looks, yeah, so. it's uh, it's pretty good, <laughs> pretty good. So, uh, and I got one other thing. Uh, I'm pretty jacked up. In uh, at the end of July, we're going out to the Black Hills, and uh, um, we're actually going out uh, with Craggy XL's uh, um, sister-in-law, who's a photographer out there, Legacy Photo and Design, right. out uh, in Rapid City. We're going to do some family pictures. But uh, we're going to be out there, I don't know, 27th through the 29th or 26th through the 29th. I'm not even sure. But uh just so happens to be the Days of 76 Rodeo Ooh. going on up in Deadwood. 
And I got myself some tickets. Yep, and some cowboy hats. Yep. So you're ready yep. to go. I got, I got the cowboy hats. Yo, I've got I the cowboy hats covered. What'd you think about me wearing them that cowboy hats? That was damn <laughs> awesome, man. When I saw those pictures the other day, I was just like, damn. I'm doing it I'm from here on to, out. You I don't to, even care. You have to. Yep, I don't even care. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, when when you catch a good bass on your third cast of the morning, I knew right then and there, like, this was the cowboy hat I had been needing. How jealous was Ramsey that you had? Oh, he, he didn't he, have his alone. Yeah, he, you know, thinking he's a Texas cowboy, and then he sees a real cowboy come wheeling out of the house, pulling Dang, up right. in a Chevy Colorado, <laughs> and he knew he was outmatched. He That's was outgunned. Right. <laughs> he was outgunned. He didn't, he didn't want none of that smoke or none of that dust. Yep. Uh, but no, it was, uh, it was absolutely awesome. So, uh. Um, yeah, whatever. Good. Deal. That is what it is. So that'll be episode two twenty three. You guys, uh, we appreciate every single one of you guys that uh, that listens to this show. Um, if you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, do whatever the hell it is that you do on your platform. But uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Later. <laughs> <laughs>